0: Thank you so much for joining us on the Tuesday night edition of Trending Tonight. Uh, my name is Session Moliar together with gorgeous George producing extraordinary with you at uh, 12 midnight tonight.
1: This is Trending Tonight. Can I show you my panels in the toilet? There's
2: the magazine rack. Here are my beds. Uh, you've got all these different sized beds.
0: <laughs> this one is absolutely those photos which you live for. Look at those dots there. There it
2: is. Right under mm-hmm. the... He stumps. Yeah. He cut his, off his leg legs, stumps. Because yeah. yeah. he shot and then he realizes his river inside. His version is then he went back and put his legs on. So there's no reason for stumps anyway. I'm yeah. a complete nobody knows nothing and that to me looks like a little stump impression. Yeah. And you're telling me the cops yeah. missed that? Yeah. And it's not only that it uh, looks like a stump impression. Look at the swipe marks yes. out of it. it that's not the drop. That's not his version. I do have a strong sort of feeling about uh, Light and darkness. If I look at the Lauts case, it's a, it's, a, it's a tangible darkness. Fred wasn't careful, and I believe Fred killed her. So let's put that out there, and I, I say that by some evidence. Whoever the murderer was, wasn't careful. If you look at that towel, I think he he wanted actually wanted people to know. I just can't stand the lies. I mean, even in the Oscar case, people were supposed to uphold. The law and the truth can stand there and lie, infuriates me. I don't have a name yet, and I'm not saying I will ever have a name, but at some stage I would like to tell every single expert witness in this country, I'm watching Of <laughs> course they lie and the sea. it's because of them that murderers walk free.
0: That's just a snippet of uh, the new podcast, First Person. And the two people uh, heavily involved in the production of this, uh, Marianne Tam and Jane Morgan, joining me uh, via the telephone. Uh, Marianne, thank you so much for joining us on East Coast Radio. Jane, welcome. Hello, good evening. Hi, welcome. Uh, first person is produced by radio and podcast producer Jane Morgan. And Jane, podcasts have exploded on the international scene, but there haven't been that many successful local podcasts. Why do you think this is? Um, hi,
1: person. I, that's a a good question. I think it's a combination of things. The thing about podcasts is that it allows people to access programming slightly differently. You know, you can choose when you want to listen to it. You can stop and start it. You can put it on your phone. You can go running with it. You can put it in your car. And I think one of the things that's made uh, people really get into podcasts is it's not just the technology. It's that they've now got access to a slightly different kind of programming. So the big breakthrough podcast that I think people know about is Serial, which is an American uh, podcast that got everyone very excited. Um, but there are lots of different podcasts, both both from the States and from the BBC um, and, and from the UK. and, from, and, and it's a, it's, People think that podcasting makes the programming different. It's not so much that. It's just that it's a slightly different kind of audio that's being produced. Mm. Um, and, and people have got a, a, a taste for it in South Africa um, and for various reasons there isn't so much of that kind of programming being produced here um, and so maybe I think that's it maybe people think that they've, they've discovered something a little bit different and I suppose that's what we were trying to do we were trying to create something that, that had that slightly different kind of sound but which is inherently very South African
0: mm. I mean just in January last year you wrote an article titled, We Probably Won't Get a South African Serial Anytime Soon. Here's Why. And just over a year later, you are launching First Person. What's changed since then?
1: Well, um, I'm not sure it's a question of, of something changing. I think it was actually, um, and I make that very point in that piece, that it's not the podcastingness of these things um, or, or the podcast nature of serial that made it different. It was actually the brilliant. Program making of serial that made it different. And yes, the technology meant that many, many more people um, were able to access it. Um so I suppose what we're trying to do is, well, believe me, before I get any further, I'm not trying to pretend that we're serial. We're very not. But we'd, like, we'd like to try and compete with them, but but what we're trying to do is is bring something slightly different to people and allow them to, you know, give them a chance to access it through podcasting, mm. um, so that they can uh, they can enjoy it. And as I say, because before a lot of these successful podcasts have been international, we want to try and give people something something that's local. It's a it's really about telling stories. You know, it's not it's. Not not more than that. It's, um, it's, it's trying to just get away perhaps from the sort of radio that people are, they love. I mean, radio's got a hugely important part in mm. people's lives and it always will have. Nothing will replace live radio, nothing. Um, but this is just a, a slightly different way of, of making audio and telling stories. It's got a more documentary feel. It's more highly produced. And, you know, the, the people that Marianne and I are talking to, they're not uh, celebrities, they're not politicians They, as we say, they are very ordinary people who have something extraordinary about them and there's a sort of slightly I suppose voyeuristic aspect to it it's not the sort of thing that you would necessarily expect to hear on a radio station but we can do it via podcast.
0: Sure. You know, my producer is a great fan of Serial, Sex, Death and Money, the, uh, This American Life and a whole bunch of mm, others. Uh, mm, I, I mentioned these because they come from the NPR stable, which is uh, the USA's National Public Radio. You yeah. once argued, Jane, that uh, South African Radio is completely and utterly commercially driven or, or formatted up to the yin yang and contains very little, if any, room for innovation of any kind. Uh, but first person is sponsored by Kikisa Media, which is a commercial company. Uh, are they giving you the freedom to make first person great? I mean, uh, are we getting bolder in our programming?
1: Well, I'm hoping so. And yes, you I, see, I shouldn't, one shouldn't write these things if one doesn't want to have them read back to you at some stage. But I do stand by that, and I, and and I'm. It's one of those things, you know. Um, NPR is publicly funded. It it spends a lot of time begging for money from people. Mm. The BBC has the luxury of a license fee. It doesn't have to immediately worry about the bottom line. You know, and and serial was made on a a shoestring, and they went out and they asked people for money halfway through the series, so that's how they finished it. So, of course, you know, commercial radio in this country, as indeed anywhere, has to generate cash. That's what it does. Mm. But unfortunately, the, the downside of that is that, it often makes it difficult for people to take risks and to try new things. And the other thing that tends to happen is that what happens is programming is generated By the marketer, you know, a sponsor will come and say, "We've got this amount of money. Make us a program that's going to attract this kind of demographic," which is perfectly understandable. You know, it sort of works for both sides. But I'm afraid, I suppose, where I do take issues that I don't think that is necessarily going to get you the most exciting programming. What happened with, say, something like Serial is that somebody, a journalist, had a fantastic idea. She managed to get a little bit of sponsorship to go out there and do it and make this amazing program. And if you listen to Serial, the number of sponsors That are attached to the program as the series progresses gets bigger and bigger because she created something amazing and people then came to her and said, "Okay, we want to be part of this." And I suppose that's what we're we're trying to do. So he sort of taken a risk on us, you know. We we haven't unfortunately (laughs) yet got. um, You know, they they said, "Right, we what we want. We think this is a great idea." you go and make it and hopefully a sponsor will be brave enough at some stage a sort of imaginative sponsor will say okay this is not about you know reaching lsm 9 10 and 11 it's about really great programming that we hope people want to be involved with sure
0: all right thank you jane uh, marianne let's get to the podcast here yeah? good evening to you once again yeah uh, how is it getting into broadcast media what challenges have you possibly faced
2: Well, I just wanted to add something quickly to what Jane said. What I like most about podcasts that I listen to is that I can do them when I feel like it. Um, Mm. And that's the most important thing for me. I think there's something about radio and the immediacy of news and perhaps celebrity information that has become the kind of main or sort of the the, the meat uh, of, of of, of commercial radio but there's something about something that takes a little bit longer that's that's paced differently where there's an intimacy with uh with the person who's telling you the story that changes everything about how you listen um and that's kind of what i like about the podcast you mentioned a few npr you know uh, and obviously uh, there I, isn't
0: any FOMO in it as well marianne isn't it <laughs> i mean fear of missing out it's there
2: absolutely completely I mean, it was quite um, exciting to get the email from, from Jane because, I mean, I've been a journalist for 30 years and I kind of know lots of people and lots of things and I'm very curious and I'm very interested and i got that kind of face where people seem to just tell me things, you know, kind of <laughs> the weirdest things. So it was quite nice to step out of my usual routine, which is quite hardcore politics, and to do something I love very much, which is just talking to ordinary people and then finding a way, having Jane there was lovely because she's a great producer she knows the medium really well it's not my medium but I can tell stories and I have told many stories mm. so it's very nice to feel contained and guided by her Um she loved you know we've come up together with some ideas for people and 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 what makes them interesting is that you do not expect what they get to tell you um, So it has been a very nice and interesting process I like learning new things and I've done that uh, in this process
0: let's talk about the first podcast what is it about
2: well, you know, what's interesting to me is Thomas Millett and, uh, you know, the two particular crimes that we talk about in, in this podcast, which is the murder of Inga a young Stellenbosch student. No one's ever been arrested for the killing. It was very, very brutal. And then, you know, he chats a little bit about, about Oscar Pistorius The thing about the, the Millette brothers is they're just ordinary guys who live in Piquetburg and who became, you know, who are, you know, they, they've got degrees and, you know, one you know, is a scientist, but they're not forensic scientists. But mm. They've got this ability to become obsessed and completely consumed by um finding the truth of this particular matter you know the courtroom is a very interesting place i covered the Diwali trial and there's so many things in the court like the way the judge dresses and the wooden paneling and the cops and the ritual of sitting down and standing up which tries to bring order into a very chaotic thing which is a crime a violent and chaotic thing and often we don't find the truth in that setting even though there is the accoutrements of what appears to be order and so thomas and his brother sort of play a role in this in terms of saying that today a lot of expert witnesses serve the team that pays them rather than justice itself Mm. and in Inga's case they've set about got hold of the evidence spent hours in his apartment which is like a bargain basement forensic lab testing the same kind of hammers You know, looking at photographs, measuring in the Oscar Pistorius case, you know, building, recreating the toilet. And I just wanted to know, like, who are you and why do you do this and how do you do this? And um, I had seen him presenting at a particular, at a medical conference, because that's what he does now around forensics and teaching cops and pathologists and, you know, people who are at crime scenes not to be shoddy about it. Mm. And that's how he got to Thomas. Sure.
0: Marianne, what kind of stories are you planning to focus on in the future? I mean, you just told me why you decided to start this podcast, but what's going to come in the future?
2: We have a woman who um, has had several relationships with other men while she's married, while her husband knows, and we explore how do you manage that. Hmm. Then we have a man who's obsessed with his pigeons, um, you know, and kind of uh, to the detriment possibly of his relationship with his wife. But the way that Cole, who, that's the name of of our subject, speaks about his birds and articulates what they mean to him and, and what they represent in the metaphor. It's just too beautiful. So the people we've managed to find are also really good storytellers themselves, which was great. I want to go and live in the forest in Newlands with some people who've completely renounced materialism um, in the next episode. I'm not sure if Jane knows this yet. We're going to have to reset Jane, <laughs> and go up and do it. for a week. But this go takes, this yeah, takes yeah, a so, lot yeah.
0: of Time and effort, and it, it's very consuming, isn't it? And how do you sort of balance it out?
2: Well, you know, there's kind of weekends, there's always enough time to do something when you want to do it. And you know, in, in in some, as I say, I'm very lucky that I've been a journalist for 30 years, so it's not difficult for me to find people and move quickly on something. I'm accustomed to it. So, mm. it kind of there's 24, 12 hours a day, or is it 24? It Feels like 24. <laughs> and, and, and I'm a mom, so I've learned that you know, time can expand and and it can accommodate many things and I really, really enjoy what I do. So, I don't find it difficult.
0: Jane, how do we access it? How, How do people get their first bite? I'm very, very glad you asked me that. Um, okay, so there are a number of ways you can
1: do that Um you can go, probably the easiest way is to go to the website, go to firstpersonpod.com and then you can sign up and you can sign up for the newsletter which will um, give you lots of extra bits and pieces of information and also tell you when the next one is out and you can listen to it there. But the other thing is if you have an iPhone you can go to your um, the little iPod icon, the purple little thing that you've got on your screen. You search for first person and it comes up. It's got a very funky circular logo with a, a person in the middle of it. And you can click on that. And if you subscribe, there's no money involved. It doesn't cost you anything. You will automatically get the next episode sent to your phone. It will just appear. Um, you can also go to IONO uh, FM and you can go to... Um, uh, where else can you go? You can go to... Oh, TuneIn as well. You can go to somewhere called TuneIn. Um, but if you just... If you just google first person podcast you'll find all sorts of things but those are the the main ways so yes it's it's one of the wonderful things about the development tech technology is that it's very easy to access podcasts now they just arrive on your
0: device well Jane, thank you so much for your time i wish you all the best yes thank you
1: i hope lots of people will listen
0: take care of yourself <laughs> Thanks, yes, bye-bye uh, marianne I... you stay on the line I, I want to chat to you about the uh, Marius franzman uh case and it's okay? been trending the entire day We'll chat to uh, Marianne about this next.
1: This is Trending Tonight on East Coast Radio.